0: Hey, everybody. This is Josh Heil. Uh I wanted to join the pause that a lot of podcasters are doing this week to let other voices and more important issues to be heard instead of the silliness of sketch comedy. But then, instead of a pause, I remembered that I recently talked to Brianna Clorell of the Rhubarbs here in Philly about a really cool project that they're running. So with all the other worthy causes out there, I wanted to point whatever little spotlight I have on the Starfruit Project. I fully believe that art and creativity can absolutely be healing and truly integral to a person's mental health and that's what brianna's doing with the starfruit project so here's an excerpt from my chat with brianna from episode 154 about their work with the starfruit project uh tell me about the starfruit project
1: oh yeah like that's not sketch but it could be
0: (laughs) uh, well you can talk about it uh, yeah
1: um so it is my business that i started in the beginning of 2018 um it focuses on using performance and creative writing for radical healing and brilliant growth um that's looked a lot of different ways and it's like continuously evolving um so like in the past it's um it kind of has changed like one of the first things i did was um start a blog and like interview i think almost all like black queer and trans artists about how their work like connects to healing um and they're just like artistic creative journeys i also when i first started i did like online writing workshops um Mm -hmm. i since have been doing like since i've been in philly i've been pretty much doing only like in-person ones and the writing workshops are focused more on self-exploration and like using writing as a tool rather than like craft or like how to write well um and they usually have like different themes so i just last month did um new year radiant you Oh <laughs> uh, so like focusing on like looking back at, the, at 2019 and focusing on like how what what intentions we want to set for 2020 um and then there's also and also like we'll go table at events um like i tabled at there's like a Philly queer bazaar. So I like table at that where I have like writing prompts and like (laughs) Play-Doh, just like, I call it like creative healing stations. So people just want to come like get an affirmation or like do a writing prompt or squeeze some Play-Doh or get a sticker. Um, just kind of like something different for people to do at like a fair or an event or a festival or something like that. So I've done that at a, at a number of events. Um, and I usually post Kind of like switching it up and figuring out what's going to happen for twenty twenty, but I have like a bunch of um, writing prompts up on the website and also on Instagram that I've shared um, so that folks can reflect, um, journal, etc. And yeah, and I've had so far, I've had like two performance projects. I'm looking forward to doing more in the future. Um, But last year during Free Fringe, I put together a showcase featuring um, new works in progress by Black LGBTQ artists it's called nonlinear. So it was a showcase. We ended up having four, um, four different like presentations, pieces in the showcase. It was really successful. Like people, successful was like a weird word, but it was a really great event. Like we had, it was packed. Um, it was really hot (laughs) that day, but it was like super packed. Um, I know at least like some of the people who were there, like the artists made connections and like were able to find other opportunities because they got their, their work was seen. Um, and at at least one of the pieces had like gone on to like one of the plays um the person devin randall had like pitched an idea like he hadn't started writing the draft and then now has a like has had two readings of the play since then like the full version um Hmm. very cool yeah so there's been a like that was a really great opportunity and then the other thing in december i had a put together a team of black queer and trans artists to devise a play Um, It wasn't supposed to be about the holidays, but I guess we're all feeling very festive. So it ended up being like a black queer holiday play. And we did a reading of that at the Painted Bride um, in December. So yeah, that's kind of like everything that the Starfruit Project has done. I'm still like, you know, dreaming and scheming for 2020 to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I think the most, what's today's Thursday? Tomorrow, I started also doing like a Focus Friday thing so people can come co-work with me. Um, That's like the most recent thing, like most the next thing that's coming up is that um but yeah i'm mostly i'm just like really i like obviously the arts are very powerful and i want it to be something that like more people have access to like um there's a lot of lack of accessibility to these things as tools for a variety of reasons you know like systematic oppression um time also just like the idea that only certain people can you know write like if you're not a good enough writer you can't be writing which is denying people access to using a tool that can help all of us like you don't have to be publishing your work in order for writing to be helpful to you and you don't have to like
0: right exactly um, yeah
1: and also like i think that creating more opportunities for like artists who are pursuing art as a path is also really important and um there's always more space more opportunities to like there's always room to create more space for um specifically like black foreign trans people who i've been like focusing on creating artistic spaces for because a lot of them like don't specifically exist we have to make them for ourselves um especially if we want like resources and structural support um so that's also been a focus of mine that was my long spiel thanks for listening (laughs) that's great (laughs) sounds
0: awesome yeah Head to the starfruitproject.com if you want to learn more. If you want to listen to the rest of my chat with Brianna and you've missed it a few months ago, uh, episode 154, slash episode 154. Ignore all the stuff about Philly Sketchfest happening in June and me going to Toronto in March. All that stuff's irrelevant. You can just skip right to the interview portion in the sketch. And not to mention that there's so many other organizations out there working to shine a light and eliminate the systemic issues that we have in this country with race and police brutality, like the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund, your local Black Lives Matters organizations, and uh, Campaign Zero. There's been so many good pieces of wisdom being shared about the Black experience in America. One in particular that really wowed me was from a Daily Show interview that Trevor Noah did with comedian D.L. Hewley. I'm going to paraphrase, partially because I don't remember if he gendered what he said, but dl said something to the effect of there's no more dangerous place for a black person than a white person's imagination which i'll certainly admit is pretty convicting personally so with that said this is josh heil thanks for listening black lives matter